0: Welcome to the What Matters Most podcast, presented by First United Bank and Trust. That's My Bank. Visit us today at mybank.com. Well, hello and welcome to What Matters Most, a podcast all about finances, community, savings and security for you, your family and your business. This podcast is brought to you by the helpful folks at My Bank, First United Bank and Trust. I'm your host Eric, and in today's episode, what matters most is cybersecurity. And for this helpful discussion, I am thankful to be joined remotely today by Vice President and Information Security and Disaster Recovery Officer Joyce Flynn. How are you doing today? I'm fine. How are you, Eric? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Joyce. I'm I'm really uh, happy to have you on um, today. We've got a lot of things um, to talk about in terms of cyber crime um, and cybersecurity, um, and you are a great guest to have because. Uh, I wanted to mention right at the outset, you were recently recognized by the ABA, the American Bankers Association, for your efforts related to cybersecurity. So kudos to you for that. That's awesome. And you. Um, can you can you tell us a little bit about what, what your work consisted of um, with the ABA? Certainly.
1: Um, um, what we started to work on together <clears throat> in conjunction with... Um, The Financial Services Sector Council was a consolidated uh, cybersecurity profile where we um, have a method for financial institutions to gauge their cybersecurity preparedness Mm -hmm. and um, provide um, documentation and um, solutions back to management for how to increase their cybersecurity preparedness and also to um, Reply to any examinations or audits. So the cybersecurity profile was Introduced um, in October of 2018 um, At a press conference and it's been accepted by a lot of the regulations regulatory agencies as a forum that uh, banks can use it also takes into consideration different regulations um, like the new European privacy regulations and uh, different state regulations. And it can be used um, by insurance companies and um, we're expanding it now so that it can be a global um, profile to measure and enhance cybersecurity within the financial industry.
0: That's great. That's awesome. Well, thank you for your work on that. That's that's really mm-hmm. cool. It's so it's, it's helping even more than more than banks. It's it's helping yeah. uh, everyone. So that's that's great. Um, well, today uh, we're we're kind of talking about that topic because cybercrime has been on the rise. It's been on the rise for years, of course, because as more technology kind of comes into the into the marketplace, criminals uh, find a way to use it to their advantage. But uh, the pandemic has sort of helped that spike as well. I guess the criminals are stuck at home, so they got nothing better to do, too, <laughs> than to try and uh, try and hack everybody. So um, I think the, there was an article I saw on um, entrepreneur.com the other day that said the FBI sees cybercrime reports increase fourfold during the COVID outbreak. Um, so obviously, that's it's it's becoming even more important than ever to to kind of stay on top of things and to, to be, you know, have best practices and stay secure, um, both at work and at home. Um, so I'm wondering, you know, what are, what are some of the things that you're seeing out there? What are some of the statistics that are, that are, um, that are kind of prevalent in the market right now related to cybercrime? Um,
1: certainly, um, Some of the um, the things that I've been reading about is, um, well, first of all, is data breaches. Um, The first half of 2019, and that's before the coronavirus, data breaches exposed 4.1 billion records. Um, So there's a lot of information out there about um, consumers and um, people and businesses. So what that does is that allows the cyber criminals to better... Fish uh, or um, farm uh, phishing emails are emails that reportedly come from a credible source. Uh, one of the biggest ones right now is the Center for Disease Control and Prevention or the World Health Organization, simply because of the pandemic. So um, criminals are um, sending emails out to people as if they are those organizations and with a heightened Um, concern and um, panic sometimes about the pandemic people are clicking on things more than they probably would right um they're also impersonating Johns Hopkins University which is um they have a huge coronavirus research center um where they're tracking everything so um That's a big thing is the phishing where you get people to click on a link or something, and then they can install malware. Um, They can uh, monitor what they're doing on their home computers or um, business computers and things like that, and then um, use that to then get into their accounts and uh, things like that. Hmm. Um, The Federal Trade Commission issued warnings about all these campaigns um, they're also coming across as text messages as well.
0: Okay. So, um,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, text messaging has become really big from a um, phishing standpoint because they can contain links now. Right. Um, so that's that's another way. So you get a text uh, supposedly from your local health agency or the CDC, and it's supposed to make you worried or scared and of course then in that emotional state you click on it yeah so um they're also having robocalls calls in the u.s um trying to uh sell at home testing kits and um so that you can get them for at home and then you give them your account information and you know they then t- take your money hmm. so th- those are some of the more uh pertinent ones that um are uh, being uh, reported out there related to the coronavirus?
0: Goodness gracious! Well, it's it it certainly sets the stage for uh, you know there's a, a landscape of of threats that are kind of trying to to catch people off guard all the time. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what are some best practices that uh, people can do or businesses can em- deploy to to better protect themselves from, from those um, or at least mitigate those, those threats.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what I usually refer people to, if they're, they're wanting to get some, um, especially businesses, some definitive um, steps they can take is the um, center for internet securities, top 20 uh, security controls.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, people can just um, look up CIS top 20 and they can get a lot of information, but some of the biggest things are um, making sure that you use complex and extensive passwords. You know, don't use password one two three or um, your anniversary date or something like that. Um, use complex uh, passwords. We use we talk about using pass phrases, which could be um, a favorite quote of yours or something like that. That's longer and it's not as easily hacked. Um, mm. Make sure you keep your antivirus up-to-date on your, all your devices. Um, they have antivirus also for um, phones or smartphones, um, your laptops, tablets, et cetera. Make sure that you install all the patches, um, Microsoft, and also um, Adobe, which is a popular program, um, Make sure you patch, um, even though it's a pain to have your computer restart, um, set them up to automatically patch. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, The biggest thing is not to click. Know when something sounds too good to be true. Um, Not to click links if you're not expecting something or open a, a file that somebody sends you unless you know the sender and you're expecting it. So that's one of the biggest things.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, I think it's, it's uh, too good to be true, but also, um, uh, in a, from a scary sense, we, I talked with, mm-hmm. um, with Eric Goff and Jennifer Kreebaum, uh, a few episodes ago, and, and they were talking about people being scammed from the sense of, um, believing a, a loved one had lost something mm-hmm. or needed something. And, and they were getting the message as if it were coming from that person, and yes. um, and that's a, that's a scary thought too, because I mean, fear drives a lot of action in people, and so uh, scammers are obviously aware of that, and they're using that against us.
1: Which is a big thing with the coronavirus now. Is you know, instead of uh, super offer, they're they're basing their hacking and and fishing on fear, trying to um, make you so afraid that you need to click or do something. So um, just be aware of what you're doing. Um, another thing is uh, I know people are <clears throat> have asked me about um, when they get things for Christmas um, th- that are connected to their networks. Mm-hmm. Um, those are called the Internet of Things. Um, it's great to have, um, you know, your security system hooked up so you can watch it on your phone and things like that. And people ask me, well, how do I make sure that nobody's getting into that? Um, I'm sure a lot of people have heard about the baby monitors that, um, they had other people watching them
0: Right. and things right. like
1: that. Um, as a new grandmother, you know, uh, uh, knowing about those, that's something that, uh, people are, are concerned about. So, One of the things I recommend is that um, anytime you get something new that's connected to the Internet is to change all the default passwords to something that's complex and and not easily um, guessed or or hacked so that um, your network at home – and let's be honest, most people have a home network now if they're connected to the Internet – um, that it's more secure. So um, default passwords and changing those is a big thing to help secure everything that's connected to your internet at home.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of um, newer uh, routers and things like that at, at people's homes t- tend to have complex passwords customized and mm-hmm. put on them. But but some of the older devices, for sure, would come with admin and password, and that was just yes. how it was. And so you, if you if you knew the device type, you could get in pretty easily. Yes. Mm -hmm. that's that's good advice um and then the other thing you you mentioned uh making sure things are up to date including your phone um i i know a common thing that i um that i hear from from folks is they're they're looking at their devices whether it's an even even iphones and and ipads and and they say well it updates automatically what does at some point in time but if you go in and look at the the apps a lot of those apps don't you know, they they require you to go look and and kind of uh, refresh the screen to get it to realize that there are updates available. So, yes, making sure that that you keep your your stuff up to date is, is super important for sure.
1: Yes, it's it's definitely important, especially um, those that are the apps that are used for um, banking or. Um, investing or anything that has to do with um, money or your health information you know a lot of um, places have uh, health areas have their own apps that you can go in and and keep and look at your results and things like that so it's really important to click on those um, every now and again and make sure that they are kept up to date as
0: well yeah Yeah. And the same applies for businesses as well. I mean, I know Mm -hmm. that, um, you, you mentioned Adobe software, but really any software that you have installed, um, or even, uh, your website platform. So a lot of small businesses use, um, different kinds of content management systems to kind of keep their, their, their websites, you know, online and, and running. And those things require updates, um, because they're constantly changing the the attack vectors and things like that. So do you get any, um, do you have any thoughts along those lines?
1: Um, yes, definitely. Um, keep those up to date. And I would also, um, recommend that, um, businesses try to keep in, um, monitoring the, uh, company or the application that they're using for their websites and um, going on and seeing what they're finding um, trying to see if anybody's reported vulnerabilities with it because um, you know we at the bank we make sure that we get um, information from various sources about vulnerabilities that are found out there in different types of applications and websites and the more you're aware of what's going on out there, the better it is to make sure that those are up-to-date and secure. Um, you don't want somebody to deface your website or put uh, what they call a man in the middle so that anything that happens between the customer and your website is captured from a man-in-the-middle attack. So monitoring the software, if it's WordPress or um any of the other um, free or um, other website development tools that are out there, make sure that you're monitoring what's going on. Um, We use um, Krebs. Um, The businesses can sign up to get notifications from the FBI. They have um, what they call FBI pins where they release information about vulnerabilities that are out there or, attacks that they're aware of and things like that so that businesses can be aware of um, what's going on and what they need to do to make sure their systems are secure.
0: Mm-hmm. So you, you mentioned Krebs. What is mm-hmm. what is Krebs?
1: Brian Krebs is a um, cybersecurity expert. Um, he has a website, and you can follow him on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, and um, he has a, a slew of um analysts out there that go out and they find um, where the vulnerabilities are at or what perpetrators have been using in the wild or uh, they monitor the dark web, which is um, where a lot of the criminals are at. It's uh, supposedly underneath the Internet. It's a place where criminals share secrets and sell credit cards and things like that. So they're monitoring all of this stuff and then they publish alerts to um on their twitter or on facebook or whatever saying that this is a new vulnerability this is something that um you know people out there need to be aware of so he's a he's a really good resource to follow to find out what's going on
0: yeah and that's krebs k-r-e-b-s right yes okay mm-hmm. um yeah no that's a, that's great information and um and i think you you kind of summed it up really well there at the end where, or at at the beginning of your last statement, you said um, just be aware. I think it's, I think that that's kind of across the board, whether you're a business owner, uh, you know, trying to protect your business or just personally at your home. um, Just be aware that there are a lot of attempts to try and get your, your information or your money, um, Mm -hmm. you know, or, or try to use, you or your computers as a conduit to kind of scam other people. And so being aware of the threats that are out there and trying to just stay up to date on things, is probably the best, the best advice we can give.
1: One other item that I would mention, and normally this is mostly for businesses, but, um, from a personal standpoint, um, I would make people aware of is to back up, um, critical information. Um, I don't know about you, but I have years and years of pictures on (laughs) my cell phone, Mm -hmm. on our computer here at the house that I would be devastated if I lost. So um, we uh, signed up and we pay for a cloud backup service um, so that we can make sure that um, our data is backed up, not only if the computer fails, but um, I'm sure people have heard of ransomware out there. It's um, a virus that or malware that criminals use to totally lock up your data, and they won't unlock it until you pay them. Right. So, uh, backup is uh, good. Backup is a way to make sure that you know you can still have access to your data. So, that's a big part of a cybersecurity uh, defense is to make sure you have your data backed up and it, you can get to it easily.
0: Yeah. I think they say best practice is to have three copies to, you know, in two different methods locally and then one offsite, mm-hmm. um, which can be a, a difficult honestly for, for regular folks. Um, businesses obviously, um, can take a, take a few extra steps, but, but there are a lot of tools out there, um, that, uh, that people can can look into to find ways to back up things locally, you know, in your home, but then also um like you mentioned the cloud backups and lots of services are offered out mm-hmm. there for that.
1: Yes. Good, good,
0: yeah. Good thoughts. Do you have any do you have any particular that you that you like or that you have seen vetted by, you know, experts?
1: Um there are a lot of them out there. Um I personally use SugarSync. It's mm-hmm. just something that automatically syncs our, um, our main computer, where all of our pictures are at here at home, mm-hmm. up. And um, uh, I think Google also has a service. Um, Microsoft, I believe, it has as well. Uh, for phones, um, your iPhone, you can pay to have your data and pictures backed up to the cloud on your your phones and i believe android also has a service like that so um they're out there um you can just look and see look some up and uh, then just see what comments are about you know the goods and good and the bad of these services but um i think let's see thinking about what the kids use they use um Various ones. I think they use Google mm-hmm. as one of the ones they used to back up, but there are a lot of them you're, out there.
0: You're talking about your, your children? Yeah.
1: My children. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So we, we use um, the thing that I, I, I like the best is to make it so that I don't have to think about it. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, things like um, Google photos where it automatically just backs everything up and then it's, then it's, then it's saved um, and mm-hmm. it allows us to then share too, which is really nice. So, yeah. um, and it's not, mm-hmm. I mean, that's free, but I mean, even the, the solutions that cost money, they don't cost that much. It's it, I, I no, it I, a couple bucks a, a month. It's
1: yes, definitely. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's been well worth it. Um, when we've, uh, actually I used it when we got a new computer. I mean, I knew it was all backed up to the cloud and then just took the new one up and synced it back down. So it was very nice. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, Joyce, is there, uh, are there any closing thoughts, anything that we haven't covered that, that you wanted to talk about?
1: Um, no, I'd say the the biggest thing um, from a cybersecurity standpoint is, um, to be aware of what's out there. Um, what's going on in your industry or in the industry, um, as a whole, um, monitor what's going on, make sure that you have really good passwords, strong passwords, um, make sure you back up and you keep your systems up to date with patching. And, um, those are the biggest things, but as I said, um, I would look at the CIS top 20 controls for cybersecurity and internet security. Mm -hmm. Um, And biggest thing is be aware of what you're clicking. Um, If it's too good to be true or if it's something that's really scary, take a minute, step back and um, think before you um, click or give anybody your information.
0: Excellent. Great advice. Great advice. Well, Joyce, I want to sincerely thank you for joining me today and providing such helpful insights. If any of our listeners have a question or want to learn more, what's the best way they can get the support they need?
1: Well, they can always um, go to mybank.com slash security. Um, we post a lot of information out there on um, how to how to secure your, your systems, etc. And also if we um, hear of something that's really big out there, we'll, we'll place a notice on our security area of our website. Um, so that would be a great place to go uh, for initial information.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, thank you again. That brings us to the end of our show. You can always find more episodes by visiting mybank.com slash podcast or find us on your favorite podcast app. You can always leave us feedback, ask questions, or request a topic for us to discuss by sending an email to podcast at mybank.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more helpful content, but until then, we wish you the best in focusing on what matters most to you.
1: Do I have enough money to retire?
0: Is my family protected if something happens to me?
1: Is my plan getting me where I'm going? Are you ready if I want to be a doctor?
0: When it comes to money, we all have questions. That's why First United Wealth Management has a team of experts ready to listen and provide solutions. First United Wealth Management. First United, my bank for life. Is for informational purposes only. Any references in this recording to any person, organization, product, or service does not constitute or imply the endorsement, recommendation, or affiliation with First United Bank & Trust. First United is not responsible for your use of the information mentioned within this podcast. Please consult legal or tax professionals for counsel as needed.